Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Happy Being Well. We have another exciting guest today, David Sledge, and he speaks the language that I love speaking, which I find, which is the most important language, self-love. He is the self-love encourager, and I am so excited to have him on the podcast today to talk about self-love and his journey and tips and strategies around how we can love ourselves and why it's so common most people are not fully aware that they're not really fully loving themselves. We're going to dive deep into that. But before we do, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, your online store for online active wear, 100% natural facial masks, natural soaps, natural candles, natural deodorants sage crystals and much and much more self-care goodies at happybeingwell.com use code podcast 25 for 25 percent off all active wear leggings so david so i'm excited to have you on today you know we were talking a little bit earlier um you know about self-love and you know you were the self-love encourager like you devote your time creating content educating and inspiring people to love themselves which is awesome i mean yes (laughs) ma'am we really do need more of that we need more people to spread the awareness and education around this because this is the foundation to really achieving fulfillment in life and joy and creating happiness for yourself and love allowing love in your life without sabotaging it so david David, look what inspired you how did you get on to become the self-love encourager okay perfect uh so i just want to start off by saying rita it's a pleasure to be here today and uh thank you so much for allowing me in this space uh but to answer your question uh what started me uh what what got me into being the self-love encourager um really my own personal journey my own personal story of uh going through trauma and negativity and everything and uh i i, I call it the wake-up story I had a wake up story within my own life and uh, uh, which I, I went through a situation uh, in 2016 where I was almost killed by the police uh, just because I looked like somebody else. And it made me realize during that time period that um, I had all this this uh, this trauma that I, I, I masked through alcohol, sports and everything. And I. I didn't want to keep doing that. So really for me, that wake up story allowed me to dive deep into my, my, uh, into learning what self-love self-love was and trying to figure out how to love myself more, figure out how to, how to heal and everything like that. And that's really what encouraged me to get into self-love. And through that, I wanted to inspire other people because, you know, I, I realized even though I was hurting and I'm going through all this stuff, there's other people out there that's living wounded and that's going through negative situations and they may not know how to uh, go through those situations and they may not have positive things in their life. So how can I influence and impact other people? That's beautiful. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that traumatic experience of almost being killed by the police just because you look like somebody else. That is just horrific. Um, awful. Um, Uh, But you're right. You know, there's so many people that are, you know, going through, you know, traumatic experiences in different ways on different levels. And, you know, I can speak for myself. Sometimes trauma, I think I I can speak for myself. Like I always thought trauma like had to be something like physical, like horrific that, you know, but the thing is we can experience it in little forms too. And that lives as a program in our mind in our subconscious level that we feel like, you know, we don't deserve, you know, happiness or success or, um, you know, or we're just, or we don't express our feelings. You know, I think a lot of us grew up in homes too, where we wanted to, you know, perhaps make our parents happy or, or appease our parents. And, you know, they, so we wouldn't, you know, express our frustration or anger, um, you know, because maybe what, there was some kind of indirect agreement going on between the, the relationship dynamics with your parents sometimes um, to make, you know, to 
so many so many things going on you know within society just due to the pressures and stress of day-to-day life yep that we pick up on whether it's in the home at school in the workplace i mean it's just there and it took me a long time to unravel that um because let's just say if it's just in the home well you know how long do we live with our parents for it's all those years of programming and i think you know it, it takes just a, an, you know, a long time too to kind of, you know, deprogram and then reprogram. Um, and I think that this is why, you know, maybe this, the personal development seminars have gotten a bad rap. Sometimes people, some people, there's people out there that make fun of it, you know, cause they, cause I'm, you know, the reality of it is if you go to one or if you read the one book, you're not going to be changed automatically. It's not. That is true. Right. I mean, it's a good good kickoff. It's a good, you know, it helps with the awareness, right. Um, And what you need to do on a day-to-day basis, but because we're not familiar with what we need to do on a day-to-day basis, or we haven't developed those habits, or we just haven't seen it in our day-to-day lives. It's not normalized right? Like we're not all going to work and talking about, oh, I did my affirmations this morning for (laughs) 20 minutes. It's not a thing that we talk about. It's not a normal, you know, mainstream thing. We don't, we don't put on a movie and watch the main character. You know, we don't see Kate Hudson on the screen, you know, doing an affirmation, you know, or meditating, um, or doing these things that involve to help to cope with stress, getting to know yourself better, reprogramming yourself, you know, so that you do fully love yourself because our society is giving us so many messages that we're not enough, you know, you, you know, go and get the plastic surgery, get the nose job, you know, so you can look just like the rest of the girls in the magazine covers that you see, or, you know, whatever it is, um, that there's all these indirect covert messaging going on indirectly, uh, especially with social media, you know, it's all about, um, that perfect lifestyle that people are, you know, perpetrating. And I think it's, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily all bad. It's just, um, how you interpret it. Right. So meaning like, if we're just going to be showcasing good stuff and not talk about the realities of, you know, things that are toxic, then we keep shoving it under the carpet. Right. I agree. And we keep lying to ourselves focusing on, well, at least we get to go on that vacation. At least we get to buy those uh, fancy outfits and look pretty and wear them, you know, and have the perfect pose. And you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, we live in this, like, I think the, you know, the Santa Claus illusion that we were taught as children (laughs) just perpetuates, right? It's just this perpetuating um, illusion that we, we start to, we start to feed ourselves because I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Rita. It's, uh, to me, what I see with social media and just a lot of the things that I've, I've, I've seen with self-love and how people talk about it. It's, uh, to me, it's unrealistic. And, you know, people try to put off, like, when you go, when you start to love yourself, you have like this perfect image for yourself, you know, your life becomes perfect, but that's not the case or whatever, you know, realistically, when you, when you go through your self-love journey and you start to love yourself, you still go through ups and downs, you know, you still go through uh, traumatic experiences and everything like that. But now that you have self-love, it's that foundation. So you, once you have a solid foundation, no matter what you go through or what hits you, you're able to stay strong and able to use affirmations to, to, uh, to, to continue your growth. You're able to, 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 uh, what else meditate uh, when you're stressed and all that kind of stuff so you know it's it's not about being perfect to me it's about showing up for yourself and I and I think a lot of times we see social media and we get discouraged you know we see all these image images of perfection but it's not about perfection you know just right now I'm I, I stuttered or whatever the case is so it's just at the end of the day it's about showing up for yourself putting in that effort and, and trying to figure out what works for you within your self-love journey. Mm, I love that. And by the way, I didn't even notice that you stuttered. So <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. I love that. It's, it's, it's true. I mean, we're not going to 
as human beings, like there's no such thing as perfection anyways. Um, the Bible even talks about that, like we're all going to miss the mark. It's just about progress. And I think, you know, for me, it's just always, incre- it's increasing our mindfulness. Like for me, you know, in my journey of really trying to like, you know, deprogram and reprogram, you know, deprogram all of those negative covert messages I was have received through different institutions, right? Whether it's it's the family, the workplace, the peer groups, whatever, it's just, it's always, it's just there, right? Um, To deprogram that and then reprogram that, uh, you know, it's, it's still, I used to, my awareness levels have increased, right? Cause it's like, I have been on this journey for many years, going to seminars, reading the books, you know, having the coaches. Um, I mean, I'm still reading, I'm still learning. And it's just, okay. you know, whenever something happens and if I catch myself, you know, in a situation where maybe I might do something to like do a little sabotage. Right. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I talk to myself. I'm, I'm learning to become my own best friend. I like literally yep. talk myself through it, you know, like, so I'm increasing my mindfulness, you know, I'm increasing questioning. Why am I doing these actions? You know, why am I making that choice? Why am I reacting this certain way? You know, is it making me feel com- uncomfortable? Why? You know, why am I sabotaging something? Why am I doing that? You know, I, so you become, you start to be able to correct your yep. behavior and start to see like, no, no, I deserve this because of, you know, I did X, Y, and Z and da, 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 da. So you just face it. That, and that's where the programming kind of really kicks in is you starts off with that awareness, cultivating a relationship with yourself like you would with a friend or spouse or partner, right? And that involves communication. But before you have the communication is the awareness because, you know, especially, and I think everyone can relate to, you know, cultivating relationships with your significant other, you're, you know, it's, um, it's a skill to be able to communicate in a way where, you know, you don't, go, you know, you're not communicating like a, like a three-year-old child and having these temper tantrums, you're able to communicate, you know, your grievances and how that makes like to re- in a logical, reasonable, reasonable way in a calm tone, like civilized, t- it, it, that's a skill, but you have to be aware of how their behavior affects you and what they're doing. It's all an awareness thing at first, then your communication gets better. So for me, it's, it's just strengthening a relationship with myself and getting better at communicating with myself. It, yep. it's, it's an, it's a, it's a, you know, just like with any relationship, it's a journey, you know, every day it doesn't, you know, we have to put in that effort, you know, any relationship there's, it's an ongoing effort. So I think this is where the, the misconception of like, Oh, you went to that Tony Robbins seminar, but yet you, you, you still reverting back to those old habits or whatever. I think there's, a huge misconception of like what that entails. <laughs> it's no ma- There's no magic bullet. Unfortunately, it's an it's an ongoing thing that you have to really. Um, I I think too. There's an there's an evidence based, you know, process to it too. Like you have to really believe that hey, this stuff is real. <laughs> like, yep. You know, like you have to you know, if you have an evidence-based procedure for yourself, like what, why is that real for you? Like, how does that show up in your life? What are the consequences? Like, I think that can help too, to really solidify the belief in what you're doing in regards to those activities that you're doing to reprogram yourself so that you can change your perception. Each word. I agree loving yourself through whether it's the affirmations, the meditations, the guided meditations, um, journaling, talking to yourself, you know, asking yourself important questions, like all these techniques that all lead to basically, I would say reprogramming and cultivating a better relationship with yourself. I definitely agree, Rita. I think, uh, at the, at the basis of all that though, because, you know, the skills are the, the, the skills and the techniques that you're taught, uh, in order to, uh, learn how to, uh, love yourself and, you know, implement within your life. I, I, those are great, but I think at the, uh, 
the the foundation or the basis of it, you really have to truly know yourself. Yeah. And within that, you have to know what's your tics, you know, what's uh, what upsets you, you know, like you said, check in with your feelings, but also you have to have, and this is my favorite word within the self-love journey, accountability. And, you know, you got to take the, you have to take accountability for, you know, your actions within, you know, uh, certain things. And also you have to take accountability for some of the things that people have done for you, uh, done to you. And you, you have to figure out how can you move on for those things from those things. And uh, it took me a while to realize that you have to be able to forgive yourself. And I, I feel like a lot of times within self-love, we don't really talk about that. You know, we talk about the techniques and, you know, what people can do and all that. But if you don't forgive yourself, then nothing else, you're not going to be, be able to build anything else within your self-love journey. Mm-hmm. I, I totally, totally agree. That is so, so true. Like, I, I actually was just thinking that today, like, you know, if you're looking back on certain you know, we're all dealt with certain cards in life and there's like literally a hundred ways to play your cards. Right. And so it's so easy to like, look back and say, Oh, I should have did this and that. that But the point is, and I firmly believe this, whatever decision you made in that moment, you didn't have the awareness to make a better choice. Right. Or, and so therefore you needed that lesson to know what you know today. So that you can further grow and achieve more and welcome more into your life. And so that that's really like, that's something that I think that we have to kind of correct as a mainstream collective thought, you know, that this word or concept of mistake is more so, you know, it's, it's a catalyst towards growing you know we need to it's you know that's just that was something that we needed to go through in order to evolve like that was what our soul needed you're 100 percent right yep yeah (laughs) that was deep (laughs) yeah because it's like you know because a lot of people can get stuck in ruminating with these things right um because every choice we make leads to a certain series of you know, you're putting emotion into place, like a certain domino effect, right? From every, and this is why people get stuck in a paralysis when trying to make an important decision. It's like, oh, because they're, you know, we're all aware of a domino effect that takes place with each choice we make, a different path can open up. But I firmly believe, you know, it doesn't matter because whoever you are as a person, you're going to be able to achieve whatever the result you desire to achieve, regardless of what path you end up choosing to walk on, right? You could always change your path path in the future. It's not like you're locked in, yep. right? So this is where flexible thinking, like we have to start to really flex our flexible thinking muscles and to get out of that rigid thinking that locks, you lock yourself up in a prison in a mental prison by doing that. And I think that is another thing too, that people need to be aware of. I definitely agree with you, Rita. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm loving the conversation just because I feel like conversations like this are like, um, they need to be had and it's, it's honest, you know, uh, like you said earlier, self-love isn't a silver bullet. It's not a pill that you take and all of a sudden, you know, I love myself. It's it's every day, it's it's a everyday task. It's a journey and not a destination. And you have to pour into yourself every day. But that 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 pouring into yourself looks different for everybody. And nobody has uh, a clear cut way to do that. Like my way may be different from your way. But as long as like you know, you're forgiving yourself. Uh, you're you're saying your affirmations. You know, and you're pouring love into yourself. It really doesn't matter how you're doing that as long as it's positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, there's a speaking of like affirmations and pouring love into yourself every day. There was a study that was actually um, showcased on the Oprah Winfrey show back when she had the Oprah Winfrey show. 
somewhere in the 2000s, um, where a scientist came on the show, I believe he was a scientist or a doctor, um, and talked about they did an experiment where they, um, they planted seeds in a pot um, and they wanted to see what seeds would grow faster. So, okay. um, they had one, they had one pot and they put the seeds in, they had it in another pot where they put seeds in. So the one pot, it just sat there. It just got watered and sat in, in front of the sunlight and that, and, and that was it. The other pot, um, somebody was speaking into it you know you are growing faster you're growing faster you're growing you're like talking to the the seeds and like physically present and then somebody was not physically present with the seeds they were um like in in a in a different physical location but they still would speak out loud that the seeds were uh, growing and growing faster. So the, the seed, both seeds that were being spoken into grew way much faster than the, the seeds that were just watered and left. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, you know, there's so many studies like that. In fact, the Dr. Emoto study with the water, right. Same thing. Um, you know, people, in a, in a lab, they had water, glasses of water, and some water people were speaking, you know, positive things to the water, and then the other water glass of water people were speaking negative things to the water. Then they put the water each water underneath the microscope, and they identified the the water that was being spoken positively to these beautiful, beautiful crystallizations. They took pictures of, and then the water that was speaking very negatively to, um, it turned into these. It was like deformed, looked deformed crystallizations of the water. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like literally, it's been proven. Um, and then also too with muscle testing, you know how 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 we speak to ourselves is also it, immediately anyone can do this at home with another person, a partner. Um, where even when we lie to ourselves, like say you can test the strength of your arm by putting out your dominant arm. Most for most, it's the right arm where you write okay. and you just put it out and in front of you and then have your partner or whoever, a friend, anybody, another human, um, push it down, like try to resist your strength, but you, so you, you resist their their pressure they're putting on your arm right to see how strong your arm is naturally then you put it back down and then you put the arm back up again and then all you have to say three times is i can't i can't i can't and then you put your arm back out after saying that and see how how much you can resist the other individual's pressure on your arm it's gonna you're gonna be much weaker so wow. another cool experiment. And it, and it, by the way, it works same thing if you're lying. So if you say a lie, um, you know, before you put up your arm again, you're also going to be much weaker. So it says a lot about, you know, people who are perpetual, you know, when you lie, how that affects your body. Wow. Or- I've never heard of that. That you just educated me on something. That was, that's new. <laughs> that's, that's new. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, there's so many cool experiences out there to really just really prove that this is is really the gold, you know, to really achieving, you know, to really feel good in life and really be more well and healthier. And you know, it's the foundation to having more successful areas of your life. Surely, so yep. that's why I'm so passionate about podcast and spreading education inspiration around self-love as well is because it's it's true and imagine if we all actually really fully loved ourselves how healthier workplaces would be the schools would be you know homes you know if we all like if this was mainstream culture like we're all taught this (laughs) i agree 
you know, because we, it's, it's a hurt people hurt people. I mean, I agree, you know, so then we have to go through this. We all have to kind of heal individually as a result of that, as, as the collective is hurting in different ways in various shapes and forms at different levels. Right. Yep. And that's the, and that's the beauty of the love project reader. Like our whole mission is to empower individuals to love themselves so that they can project that love into the world. And, you know, once you heal and, you know, once you learn how to properly, um, dissect and analyze your feelings, to the point where you know you're not lashing out and all that kind of stuff and you learn how to and you know and you learn to know yourself you know you're able to pour into other things and other people and you have a foundation so when you're able to do that everything goes that you build on top of your self love and you pour out into the world it won't it won't just be temporary it'll be a, a long lasting thing and that's really what with the with the the love project what we're trying to put out there because i i think at the end of the day I really look at people and I, I think people are dope. I just think a lot of us are walking around here with our lights dim because of other people and other situations. And if we can get to a point where we can truly educate people and, 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 and show genuine love and show people how to do that for themselves so that they can do it to the next person, you know, we, this is like you said, it'll be a, a the world will be super, it'll be a, a great place to live. Yeah. Yeah, I it, absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's generational traumas too being passed yep. down, and I think you know just the more and more people that talk about it and create starts with it all starts with awareness, and you know we just need more and more people to spread that awareness and education and inspiration, you know, um, and so we can further evolve, you know, as a collective but it starts individually and then it turns into a collective movement so yep <laughs> <laughs> well that's, hey, that, that's super funny though because that's that's the whole reason for the love project and that's that was my thinking behind the name the love project collective because it's like you said it starts with you but then once you start loving yourself you're able to pour that to, into other people and then like you said it's it's a collective so we're out here as as one, as a whole, changing lives and 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 really impacting the world through love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, through love. It's, and love is the highest frequency. Is it is the love? It frequency. is. It's the most powerful frequency. You know, when you think about it. It's that's how creation starts. It's love. <laughs> That's how creation starts. Um, so like good creation, like happy creation, like, you know, when I guess one could argue that, you know, you could, you can create with hate as well, which I'm sure is, you know, but why would you want, why do you want to create from hate? You know what I mean? Like nothing bad stuff, it just leads to chaos. And, you know, it's not an energy we want. It's not a good energy to feel, right? I agree. You know? you know and, oh my fault Rita you sorry go ahead well no and, and it's it's funny that you bring that up I always think about that all the time and you know negative words like hate uh and fear and stuff like that uh I definitely agree that you can create from those spaces and uh you know especially playing football uh playing college football because a lot of times we play out of fear and we play out of anger, we play out of hate, you know, negative words. Yeah. And you can create create out of those spaces. But uh, like I said, you know, it's it's temporary. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, it, it doesn't, it, it won't, it doesn't, it's not peer. So love is peer. Like you can create out of love and it'll be, it's not chaotic. It's not hateful. It's not boastful. You know, it's genuine. And you can create long lasting spaces out of that, out of, out of that. But with hate and fear and and anger and all that stuff, you can create out of those, but it's only going to be temporary. It's it's nothing can really grow out of those spaces, long lasting. I uh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think you know, if you just anyone to tap into their personal past history or experiences or see it around, like 
um, it's short fused when you yep. are acting out of, you know, anger, if you're going to use that as fuel, um, the short fuse, because, um, I don't know, let, let's just give an example, like say, I don't know, let's just say maybe it's a coworker. I don't know. Let's just give maybe that, or another individual who has, um, caused you to, I don't know, be angry for some reason to kind of get them back. Let's just say it's a revenge thing. Okay. And, um, so then you're, let's just, okay, let's just give it a, a workplace scenario and you want to get them back by, I don't know, by outperforming them or whatever, say there's a little competition with sales quotas or something. Um, so that's your fuel. Okay. Now let's say that that person, you know, leaves the company, right? Um, what's going to happen to your fuel? Is it going to continue or is it going to fizzle? Right. It's going to fizzle. Right. And, um, yeah, it's like out of sight, out of mind. It's not, it's, you're, it's not a sustainable fuel tank, you know, and you're not, and even if, and also too, if you use it as fuel, since it's not really coming out of your own, it's not your own inner fuel, right? It's dependent upon an external source. Yep. Um, it's not going to be genuine either because it's not your gen, it's not coming from you. So whatever you create, maybe those contracts drop because you were saying, you know, because you weren't working with authenticity. You're just saying whatever to close those contracts and they don't go through or stuff like that. You know, things like that will happen because you're not, it's not your true, it's not your fuel. <laughs> it's not coming out of your heart, right? And that's why it's so cliche to say, you know, um, Give, give it all start with it comes from your heart and that's the, the heart is the most powerful you know one of the most powerful energy like it, to work from your heart it's again going back to that love frequency yep as you are really going to be driven and it's not going to be contingent upon another person's um presence or whatever it is, um, it's going to be contingent on within, it's going to be, you're going to be activated to create these wonderful ideas and keep and stay with it to, you know, with persistence and commitment and dedication and doing it with love and grace. Right. So that's why the outcomes of operating from a place within, you know, tapping into your true, passions and gifts and coming from that authentic place really produces those actual real long-lasting results that that's true you're happy with that is true Rita and it's funny that we're having this conversation and you know I, I really think it's amazing because even for my own personal life uh, when I was playing football you know I operated from a place of hate anger and uh, rage and that was because I was masking all my my childhood trauma and some of the things that happened to me as a kid but once I lost football because of an injury uh, I had to retire I had to medically retire uh, after two years of playing college football I had to deal with those emotions so everything that I I did from that point on it was it it didn't last it was temporary and once all that temporary stuff went left football and everything now I had to sit here and deal with the trauma and the emotions and I couldn't handle it mm -hmm. I, I couldn't handle it and, it, and it's, it's just funny that we're talking about all this you know we we can use certain things to to mask uh the things that we went through but eventually once those things are gone then you have to sit there and you really have to figure out you have to deal with those emotions and those feelings and everything and sometimes you, you don't even know you were doing that self uh self-consciously until you know it it until until what you work for is gone yeah. so that that was the situation for me i didn't really realize that i was masking a lot of pain and hurt until i lost football and i lost all that rage and anger and all that stuff uh because that was what i was operating off of and it was temporary and then once i lost that then i had to deal with everything else that i didn't deal with before 
Absolutely. It's, it's so true. It's so true. It's like very easy, you know, to mask things either, you know, is what, what, what you went through, um, or people who are doing it, masking through food, you know, using the, the sugar to soothe, self-soothe, um, or other ways too, just to avoid the feelings and, but in it, it, but it's such a, it's such a peeling of an onion too. Cause it's like, it is because it's like, okay, you feel those feelings, but you don't really know where it's coming from. Right. Like when you get triggered. Um, so that that's where involved with a journey to kind of get to, to kind of get to the original root causes of it, which obviously it's most of the time it's from childhood. Um, you know, we're, as adults, it's been so many years. It's, it's just, you know, it's a journey to kind of get back into what really happened. Um, especially if they're just like little things that a certain environment, um, that was taking place in the home, um, you know, whether you're not getting enough attention or what are usually like these in covert messaging that is the child is absorbing and sacrificing perhaps getting there usually it's emotional neglect you know too for most people it's emotional the child is getting emotionally neglected and therefore they're being taught conditioned to not express their emotions or feelings and get stuffed down so this is why you know we continue on this pattern of stuffing it down and just dealing with it through whether it's whatever vice you use whether that be food um, constantly distracting yourself from other means, whether it's constantly going out or whatever that is, right? Um, numbing yourself essentially through something. Um, so yeah, it, it's an onion to unravel and to really get down to the root causes to really see, oh, this is where it came from. This is what I, this is why I don't express myself fully or, you know, I, allow other, you know, always kind of people pleasing or whatever it is, um, and not getting your needs met, right? Not feeling you're deserving of it or blah, blah, blah. It's all of the, all of these things. And then, and it takes, you know, just think about how many years you're operating from that place. You know, you have to take, you have to really put in the time and effort to kind of operate and get used to operating from a different level. And I agree. Yeah. And it takes time to even just truly go and recognize those root causes to kind of real oh, okay this is where it's come from this is why I do this and however whatever the situation was that you were that you picked it up from it's all an illusion right or you know it's a a behavior that no longer serves you um you really have to go through that really have to dive deep and um and then you have to feel those emotions too like the root causes of it and you, you have we have to be truthful to ourselves and it, and it hurts too that hurts too it so, does uh it does it really hurts um but we you know what is that saying there's no 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 pain no gain <laughs> <laughs> but but you know that's the that's the beauty in it Rita. like at first you know self-love it does hurt just because you're trying to get over those those negative feelings, negative emotions, and everything, and you're going and you're tr- trying to learn how to forgive yourself and then forgive others as well. So it's not, you know, it's not the the greatest space uh, to be in. But once you get through it, it's truly beautiful because now you're operating in a place of happiness and abundance. And to me, I I I, I think. For me, or for me personally, it was worth going through all that stuff and figuring things out and dissecting old feelings and negativity to get to the place where I'm at now. I'm not saying that I'm in this place of bliss all the time, because like I said earlier, you have your good days, you have your bad days, you have your ups, you have your downs. But now when I go through stuff, I have tools and skills that I can use to so that I'm not like, I'm not distraught. I'm not, you know, I'm not starting over. I have things where I can combat, you know, uh, depression or negative feelings or sadness and everything. So I just, you know, I, I tell people self operating from 
love and self-love is a good place to be because I feel like people should come from and people should experience happiness. Absolutely. It, that's that's the truth right there. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a complete utter journey and that we do every day we're now we're we're still going to be perhaps triggered or we're still going to like react to things but it's but now we have the tools to choose how to respond yep um like you know for me too like i will that was me like i used to use sugary foods to deal with to self-soothe um, but now, you know, you, you develop that mindfulness. Okay. It's like, okay, I feel like I want whatever. Okay. Let's do something that's a little bit more healthier and more productive to deal with perhaps stress or any feelings of, um, discomfort through a, a walk or a meditation session or jumping on my stepper or, you know what I mean? Like something journaling, something that is going to release that discomfort, like stress and anxiety, releasing it in a much healthier way and also giving you more fuel at the same time. I agree. Because you're now enhancing your creativity, whether that's through journaling or meditating because you actually start to, that's when ideas and solutions activate is when we do those types of activities, right? So our light bulbs tend to go off during those, yep. right? Instead of living, instead of warming <laughs> ourselves, and then we numb our minds as well. So we don't get activated. We actually just get deactivated. I agree. And it, and it really comes down to facing those emotions instead of masking them. Because like you said, you, you use exercise to uh, stimulate your mind and really uh, fight uh, the feelings and, 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 and everything that that you're going through instead of masking it. And you you were masking everything through sugary foods, but you really weren't dealing with those problems. So once you don't have sugary foods or whatever the case is, all that negativity, all that anger, all those, those bad feelings are gonna surface in some way in your life. And then now you're not able to mask them anymore. You can't run from them. So now you really have to deal with them and they're hitting you from all types of areas. Yeah, it does. Yep. Yeah. When we do, we, we, then you kind of look back and say, oh, this is why I did. And how did I interpret this or whatever, you know, because we all interpret situations and events differently based on, you know, our personal past history. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so thereby, if we've never like, even or if we're not aware of those like things that we went through, um, we're going to continuously interpret a situation or people in a particular situation as if it's happening again to you, right? Oh, you know, and, um, and thereby sometimes you can actually, and thereby you basically recreate, recreate it again, because you might influence those people to do those things to you in some way. You know what I mean? It's like yep. really crazy, but you end up really, truly recreating those traumas again, because you it, unconsciously, subconsciously, you're anticipating it. So, and you may, and you're consciously not aware of it, which is, I agree, you know, and, um, so this is where we really have to go dive deep into that to unravel it and let it go, release it and say, no, no, okay, this did happen in a point in time, but this is not a reoccurring truth. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, it's so we can stop anticipating it on a body level. Um, because the body feels first and the mind, like the heart, they said that they say the heart feels first and then the, and then the brain follows. So, you know, it, we're, we're emotional creatures. We feel things, you know, yep. emotions. So if it still lives within us on a body, like just that emotional level, either you're aware of it or not. It's just crazy how we recreated. It. It's so crazy when you really educate yourself about this. 
it, you just it's laughable at the same time it's like oh, how silly. it is <laughs> how silly you know uh you know but um but we the good news is we can change it through that awareness through and putting in that effort you know it really does involve effort to see how we're doing that and it shows how powerful we are <laughs> that we can recreate that um over and over again until we hit up against the wall and say, okay, you know, or we read that book that, or start going, you know, we start really diving into personal development to start implementing those tools, mind technology to, to change it. Yep. Yep. And that's, and that's really the beauty of like all of it. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not perfect. And it took me a while to get to this, this place within my self-love journey, but just having, you know, the, the conversations and, and, and allowing people to see, oh man, like this is really a trigger for me. Like this really bothers me and giving them a, a, a outlook or outlet to, to see, you know, okay, I can fix it. I can figure this out. I can put in the work. I can do what I need to do in order to, to heal this piece of me so that I can, grow other things and you know that's that's the coolest part about the self-love and everything and I, I really don't think you know the stuff that I see on social media or even some of the the conferences or workshops I really don't think people do adjust sometimes uh, of um, letting people see what self-love really is and how powerful it really can be once you get on that journey absolutely well, it's work, you know, and I think that you really have to, I think there's a series of, there's, there's a series of levels to go through. It is. Yep. You got to be, yeah. Like the first level obviously is, a, is awareness and then the education. And I, I think the education is ongoing really, you know, and there's different levels to the education as well. Like there's the you know, the basic education, right? Intermediate, advanced, like when you really go deep, dive deep. Um, then there's the commitment to do the work on an ongoing basis, you know, to ask yourself the questions. Why am I feeling this way? Why am I behaving this way? Why am I reacting this way? Um, am I misinterpreting the situation or the person's behavior? Is it, you know, is it something that I'm, you know, that lives in my mind based on how I'm interpreting it based on my personal past history, or is this, or this something that's coming from them? You know, like what's, what's the truth in this matter? How to be, you know, try to be objective as possible. Right. Um, And so basically we're just kind of getting towards more truth, like living in truth more, right. Expanding truth and eliminating illusion as much as possible right yes which is living when we live in the past like having having our subconscious mind continue to stay in the past right and so thereby recreating that past over and over again through different people in different events and situations based on how we are perceiving things right so yeah it's it's and it's it's work it's work because you have to increase your mindfulness, do mindfulness activities, right? Just like going to the gym. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not, oh, okay, I'm aware. And that's it. Done. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely got to put in that work. <laughs> yeah, you do. And, and, and just like going to the gym, you have to show up for yourself. And that's a constant thing. That's a daily thing. You have to show up for yourself, no matter how you feeling, what's on your mind whatever the case may be, is showing up for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, having conversations like this too, is really helps too, because uh, it really further activates your awareness too. So, you know, having communities, being a part of a community, you know, around personal, around these topics, around self-improvement evol- evolving further, you know, really helps as well. Yep. Um, listening to podcasts, books, seminars, all that jazz, you know, it just further helps you stay on track and further makes you stronger and helps you stay committed and dedicated. 
And yes, ma'am. Yeah, and with from a healthy wellness place and be well. Um, so thank you so much, David, for being on the show today. This was an amazing conversation. We really dove deep today in self-love. If somebody wants to learn more about you or contact you, where can they go? Uh, yeah, and I definitely want to say, Rita, thank you so much for allowing me here today. And thank you for the, the beautiful conversation. Uh, like we kept saying, you know, these these conversations need to happen. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's truly special when you, can get to, when you can get together with somebody that's like-minded. But to answer your question, uh, so I can be reached on uh, Instagram. So at the Love Project Collective, and which is also the same for our Facebook as well, at the Love Project Collective. Uh, those are our handles. And then also, if you want to email me, if you don't have social media, uh, I can be found at David Sledge, S-L-E-D-G-E, uh, Junior, J-R, at theloveprojectcollective.com. All right, guys, he, uh, David has a wonderful Instagram page at Love Project Collective, um, where you can find educational and inspiring content and, you know, videos of David. He does, you know, I've seen his reels. They're very powerful and inspiring. Um, so I highly encourage everybody to follow Love the Love Project Collective on Instagram. Again, that's the Love Project Collective on Instagram. And, you know, get acquainted with his content and share it out. The more and more people that are more exposed to this, uh, you know, self-love education and getting on board with it, you know, the more and more we can spread it around and gain that, that self-love collective. So thank you again so much, David, for being on the show and spreading awareness and education around this most important topic in our society. Thank you for being a light worker and contributing your light and love to society. Thank you so much, Rita. I appreciate your kind words. And I want to I want to give you your flowers as well. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Uh, your podcast, they're, they're really lovely. And uh, you're spreading light, love and positivity. And, you know, you're really trying to impact and change lives. And, you know, that's something that's really special. So keep doing what you're doing because you're making a difference, uh, regardless if you see it or not. And uh, you're just a, a lovely human being. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you so much. And everyone, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com. Subscribe to their email newsletter, happybeingwell's email newsletter for 10% off all products including free shipping on all organic self-care products. So sending light and love to everybody. Have a wonderful and powerful day, guys.